All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for tuning into this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. My name is Neeraj Shah. Let's get started with the global setup. US equities halted a two-day slide while treasuries rose as investors assessed the likelihood for interest rate cuts. The S&P 500 reached a five-week high as a surprise increase in U.S. jobless claims supported the idea that the Federal Reserve may take a dovish turn. The European indices had opened in the red following declines across Asia, but reversed course to post a small advance. Plenty of caution remained, though, buoying government bonds and gold. Oil's rebound from a five-month low after tanker attacks in the Middle East was tempered, however, by concerns over weak global demand and rising U.S. inventories. Oil futures in New York ended up just 2.2%, pairing gains of as much as 4.5% during the session. The U.S. has blamed Iran for attacks on two tankers near the Strait of Hormuz choke point, through which about 20% of the world's oil output travels raising the prospects of a military confrontation and supply disruptions in the Middle East. However, swelling American stockpiles and signs of slowing consumption across the globe continue to weigh in on the prices. For economy watchers, particularly the US economy watchers, a reading of the US economy from Morgan Stanley is signaling a June gloom. Morgan Stanley's Business Conditions Index, which captures turning points in the economy, fell by 32 points in June, which was the biggest one-month decline on record and the lowest level since December 2008 during the financial crisis, according to Morgan Stanley. And this is of interest to all of us because even now, if the US would sneeze, the world would catch cold. The bull would argue, however, that this would embolden the markets into believing that the federal support is around the corner. Time will tell, I say. Back home, in a pre-budget meeting with Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman, representatives from India's financial sector and capital markets sought a dedicated liquidity window for non-bank finance companies that can be used as a source of emergency funding and a panel to review provisions made by banks for stressed assets. In corporate news, Tata Sun's chairman N. Chandrasekharan said on Thursday that there has been some improvement when it comes to the group companies working together, but sought more collaboration between them. Chandra, remember, has embarked on a strategy for increased integrations between group companies, which includes getting companies from a particular vertical together like Defense, and also merging companies, as he did with Tata Chemicals and Tata Global Beverages. Under the Asian screen, the indices are starting off on a sedate note with the early risers not having any dramatic moves the last time I checked. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking? Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The global queues are muted at this point of time and the SGX Nifty is indicating a negative outlook. But lots of stocks to watch out for. Watch out for Graf Finance. HDFC will sell. 3.1 crore shares in a deal worth 900 crores. The flow price is at 290 per share and the deal is to done to reduce the stake in Grah Finance after the Bandhan Bank deal. Some bit of positive news coming in for Vocard. They have received zero Form 483 observations from the USFDA for the Bioequivalent Center in Aurangabad. Uh, but remember, the three plants, uh, Valu, Chikalthana and Ankleshwar, continue to be under import alert and it seems this was product-specific inspection that came in. 
Persistent System had an analyst meet. The analyst met the new CEO Christopher O'Connor, who detailed plans for the company. The managed refrained from issuing any guidance for FY20, but Persistent says that they need to make market capabilities aggressively for higher share. They perceive huge market opportunity in ISV, cloud, digital, and platform, and M&A focus will increase in the near to medium term. Some bit of uh, negative news coming in for Reliance Home Finance. The company says that PwC's observations are baseless and unjustified, and the company is in process of appointing a new auditor. India Bulls Housing says that they have made timely payments of interest on NCDs, whose due date falls June 14th. Thyrocare says that the board has decided on separating Arm Nuclear Healthcare after the valuation report obtained from a merchant banker. On May 18, the auditors had pointed out impairment of the arm, and the CMD had offered to buy out the company for 195 crores to ensure no loss to shareholders. In terms of uh, some of the brokerages, uh, CLSA met ArcelorMittal, and they have told them that it is keen to acquire SR Steel and subsequently grow the business. CLSA believes that the entry of ArcelorMittal into the Indian steel space should intensify competition. Watch out for some of the small finance bank. UBS believes that the small bank's valuation have robust growth at reasonable valuation, so they have raised the target price of AU Bank, Equitas, and Ujjivan. And finally, HSBC has come out with a positive note on HDFC. They've raised the target price to 2500 from 2195. They maintained a buy. The company is well positioned for potential market share gains in the current uncertain environment, and slower growth in the wholesale loan mitigates asset quality risk, according to HSBC. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab, and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks for that, Darshan. And since cricket updates are a washout, let me leave you with some slightly long-term views. Bloomberg Quint was a media partner at the recent Morgan Stanley Investor Conference. And on the sidelines of the same, when we spoke to Anil Agarwal, who is the head of Asian Financial Research at Morgan Stanley, it brought out his expectation that the market cap of the top four lenders could grow by at least one-third in the ongoing fiscal. Remember, the market cap of HDFC Bank ICICI Bank, Access Bank and State Bank of India has grown 30%, nearly 30% in FY19 and Anil Agarwal expects an encore in FY20. The bigger ones will get bigger and the weaker ones will get weaker, according to Anil Agarwal. Happy investing people and have a great day ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 